So the uh, we have a, the first interview on uh, day three of the CVG event, and we got Glendalyn Thames from uh, CT Next. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, so you're the executive director of CT Next. What exactly uh, does CT Next do? And you know we've talked a lot about it on the podcast and different things, EIA award and stuff. But like, w what is your role in the ecosystem here? Sure. Um, so Connecticut Innovations is the venture arm of the state. So essentially. They are um, utilizing taxpayer dollars to invest in entrepreneurs and startups, right? So they're taking equity stake um, and getting a return on that investment um, and, and further reinvesting those dollars into Connecticut companies to grow the high-tech economy. So CT Next is a subsidiary of Connecticut Innovations. So where they're focused on the investment side, CT Next is focused on the community infrastructure and building the ecosystem. So all of those, you know, de-risk dollars, um, de-risking capital, um, rather, and soft technical skills and networks that entrepreneurs need to start throw, thrive and grow in our state, that's what CTNX is responsible for. So we're the community building, the networking aspect of yep. the equation. And so CTNX and CI, um, you like merged like what is it a couple years ago or how did that work out because I know you were you were a little bit separate and then you're you're combined so yeah so we've always been a part of Connecticut innovation okay. so in um, 2011 through Governor Malloy's jobs bill um, at that point in time he um, gave significant dollars to growing the high-tech industry and the, the innovation economy in the state so part of those dollars was recapitalizing CI so they can double down on their investments in companies but also doing this community infrastructure and building the ecosystem part of it. So we were an initiative that was a part of Connecticut Innovations, but fast forwarding to 2016, we spun out, if you will, and became a subsidiary of Connecticut Innovations. So we now have our own independent board, and it really was the state of Connecticut really elevating the role of CT Next and how important it is for us to really be competitive in the 21st century and how important it's the ecosystem is and the investments that we need to make. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of going on the idea. So like in Connecticut, everybody thinks we have like this chicken and egg problem, right? There's no money. So that means there's no startups. There's no startups, so there's no money. But it seems like there's a lot of things that have been happening. I mean, you know, I went through the Reset Accelerator. There's other people that have gone through these programs. And it's like, from, from your standpoint, it's almost like if we don't have an ecosystem to bring people into, there's no money or no startups. And like, right, there's, there's that kind of uh, like play with it. So. What is the role of all these other, again, the soft money, the soft skills, you know, the, the infrastructure, right? Because uh, is, that, is that just the accelerator? Is that just these co-working spaces? Like, what, what is the infrastructure, and what do we need more of, I guess? Right, so when we came on the scene, CTNX in mm -hmm. 2011, it was really about building that infrastructure, right? There was acknowledgement to some extent that there was a market failure, so we didn't have a whole lot of co-working spaces. We didn't have a little, whole lot of incubator we didn't have a whole lot of meetups and all those things that really create this buzz and, and hub like the programming to attract people exactly exactly so the whole intent and spirit behind ct next was to really like let's get some activation right let's enable communities to be able to um, really activate their local ecosystem so we made seed investments in co-working spaces and accelerators and skill development um various programming where you know we have um, we need tech talent right so how can we bridge that gap and get graduates coming out 
of, of college that you know are computer science majors but they need that further acceleration in various coding languages right so we put together some programming and supported programming around kind of skill development so those were the type of investments we made and we've been making over the past um, few years since 2011 again building that community infrastructure and really allowing people to connect with resources right because there's a whole lot of entrepreneur talent um, and human capital that we have here but there's no place for them to go right so how do we bring them out um, into the community and really like make it visible for people to see and give folks um, various convening spaces to connect and knowledge share so it's it's you built the foundation if you build it they will come sort of uh, idea right I mean it, it's a little bit of both right it's like we know it's there so how do we create more opportunities for people to connect but then also how do we drive more people to start thinking about that and building a culture around it right mass attracts mass exactly exactly yeah and so and so not only is CT next the like the, again the ecosystem the foundation the, the service providers and the co-working spaces but the EIA awards, right? Those are to try to like stimulate a little bit of, of initial initial kind of uh, movement in a lot of these companies, right? I mean, talk a little bit about that, right? Where you know, obviously, again, from a service provider, you want to support the, the different co-working spaces and different programs and so forth. But how does CTNX support the entrepreneur? Like, yep. So it's a dual, um, it's a two prong approach that we've taken. Mm -hmm. So we support the the community, right, and the community infrastructure and building that out. But also, we provide a host of direct funding and resources to entrepreneurs ourselves. All right. So, tell us a little about how um, you know, from from an ecosystem kind of standpoint, you guys support the co-working spaces and all that kind of stuff. But then, from the entrepreneur perspective, is that you have these different programs to kind of almost kind of like bootstrap the the, the small guys and, and the guys that are like thinking about the um, the the new idea and stuff like that. So, talk a little about how CD Next supports the entrepreneurs, not just like the ecosystem. Right, so it's kind of like a hybrid and like a two-prong approach where we are doing that, you know, ecosystem building mm -hmm. and activation and supporting the community infrastructure, but also we provide direct funding and resources to entrepreneurs themselves. Um, and, you know, with that, one of the programs um, that's very popular is our Entrepreneur Innovation Awards Program, EIA, which is our... Um, our Connecticut style shark tank mm -hmm. um, and it's really centered on the notion that we know there's a whole host of human capital here startups that have ideas have really good concepts and sometimes they just need a little bit of money to get them from point A to B mm -hmm. right it may be an early prototype or early beta test or um, a market feasibility study mm -hmm. or what have you so this idea of, of providing these small grants, so up to $10,000 to really de-risk mm -hmm. the technology and really get you in a position where you're ready for some private institutional capital, mm -hmm. if you will. And we really see our role as providing that de-risking capital, um, grant money, if you will, and kind of no strings attached to really kind of move them along and again, um, make the, the technology, um, you know, further advance the technology and make it more palatable for an institutional investor. Yep. And then, I, and, and, and obviously, there's the indirect assistance by per helping with the co-working space and the accelerators, right? Because those, exactly. the, those are the service providers right. for and the entrepreneurs and they're the ones, they're the ones feeding the EIA, right? Right. You know. right. So we support entrepreneur support organizations. Mm -hmm. So those organizations that are supporting entrepreneurs, but we also provide 
bigger rest assistance as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lots of and so i assume they're like with ci ct max it's a brother sister relationship where like they you almost like you you, you almost want to get to the point where they graduate out of ct next kind of programs and everything and go on to ci is that is that kind of the model is that yeah absolutely um there's definitely the pipeline feeder right so you know to the extent that um, there's cross pollination between companies that are on in the CT Next wheelhouse that you know go through our pipeline and then get ready. So they may have gotten an EIA, for example, and then they go on to CI and get a PC mm-hmm. and then enter into their C Series A portfolio, right? And we've seen that a lot. And there's also you know other programs that we offer to retain talent here and for our small early stage companies to access talent. We fund an internship program, which is mm-hmm. called the Technology Talent Bridge Program, where t- um, startups can get access to up to $25,000 in grant money to hire an intern um, for a period of time. And we hope that if you have a near-term job opening, that you're able to kind of try before you buy and slot that intern. It's always nice. Right, and slot that intern into that, that role. And we see a lot of our CI portfolio companies that are utilizing the services that we're offering on the other side of the house. So it's definitely a, a brother-sister relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nice, nice. So what is it? So I'm, I'm going to say that I'm going to ask a difficult question, but it shouldn't be a difficult question for you. Oh, now, <laughs> right? Fair <laughs> warning. Yeah, fair, fair warning. You know, shots fired. Um, so... <laughs> So everybody, you know, talks about when you're talking about building an ecosystem and, and, you know, how do we become the next Silicon Valley? Because that's, you know, one of the one of the talks about what innovation places, right, where we want to be the next Silicon Valley or, or a version of it. Um, so just talk about, you know, what the role of like government is in creating that startup ecosystem, because, you know, you'd have some on one side say you can't do it without it. On the other side, it's like it hinders it. Right. So what it, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, your your uh, your your thoughts on that. So that's always an interesting question, and it's a policy question, and it's a philosophical debate, if you will. Um, And I think, you know, one of the things that, you know, we have to acknowledge is that when we started this work, it was really acknowledging that there was some market failure, right? So from a government perspective, I think there's always ways that you can provide interventions, but not that that that's the Mm end-all, be-all, right? So any intervention that you, you know, put in there to fill a gap or to um, uh, meet a need, there always has to be the out game, right? And where does that get us to? And I think for us with the whole CTNEX and um, building this ecosystem and building the community infrastructure was recognizing that there was a gap and that we can put some interventions out there. But over time, the the private market should respond, right? We shouldn't Mm -hmm. be leading it. We can intervene. But ultimately, we want to see the private market um, responding and the market maturing. And we're already starting to see that. So a lot of communities that we invested in over the last few years since 2011, the various co-working spaces, incubated spaces, there are now several um, co-working spaces and incubators that are popping up on their own that the state had nothing to do with, right? We didn't provide any seed dollars. <laughs> yeah, we didn't provide any money. To right, that one. we <laughs> didn't. Right, which is a which is a market maturity, yep. you know, observation, right? And that's ultimately what we want. So because if we're still providing the level of intervention and services that we are in ten years, we're not. We have not done our job, right? You weren't a so catalyst. You're ex- you're, you're exa- the funder. <laughs> exactly. So everything that we're doing is really catalyzing and enabling mm-hmm. the market to respond 
um, and we're really starting to see the fruits of that labor. So over time, our money and our effort should should pivot, right, and should change. Yep, yep. So so um, so since two thousand eleven, that's kind of when you really started, you know, funding stuff and, and everything. Is that what, like the inaugural date of CT Next? That was like. Right, I mean, it really started in like 2012 when yeah. like money started getting into the market. It always starts with money, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, si- so since then, uh, obviously, I, I, I presume that you kind of like to take a startup mentality, not just not just a kind of like a um, a department of the of the state kind of mentality, which is obviously good. Um, so, tell us a little bit about like lessons learned, some things that you've seen work, and things that you haven't seen work, um, and and go like that. Yeah, I mean, that's a great question because, you know, to your your point, we're an entrepreneur support organization and we're a startup ourselves, right? And we're entrepreneurs mm-hmm. ourselves. And we really went through a few different iterations and have pivoted and have changed. And we will continue to do that because, again, as the market evolves, as the um, as we acknowledge more different, different set of needs, mm-hmm. we're going to pivot and change to respond to that. Um, so for us... You know, it's really about being agile and being adaptable and being flexible um, and really creating value-added services. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're actually in the process now of kind of looking at our our strategy moving forward. So we had a huge policy year last Mm -hmm. year um, with the enactment of Public Act 16-3, which was kind of CT Next's new enabling legislation, Um, you know, spin us out of CI. Mm -hmm. We now have our independent board. We have all these new programming as far as innovation places, the higher education, entrepreneurship and innovation fund, Mm -hmm. all these things. So now it's a matter of, okay, we have all these new program expansions. Like what is what strategy is going to drive that over the next five years so we really have sustainable, lasting impact? Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. And so innovation places, is that that is basically your new way of saying, okay, we've done all we've funded all these different projects and programs and and, uh, accelerators and stuff. We've seen how that's you know enabled the ecosystem. Now let's put some gasoline on the fire and, and really kind of do a bunch more and then again get it to the point because uh, you know uh, I was part of, of some of the groups and it, it seems that you're just looking to get a couple more years of, of helping some of these organizations or some of these programs really get off the ground and then after that they should be you know kind of going themselves. So is 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 the innovation places like the gasoline that's being kind of thrown on the fire that that or the spark that's here? Right. I mean, Innovation Places is kind of really recognizing that the foundation was built. How do we double down those efforts and take it to the next level? Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, to your question earlier, there was a there's a host of lessons learned, mm-hmm. right? And I think acknowledging that, um, you know, where we are and how we can continue to pivot and grow in Innovation Places is in one response to that. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. So, uh, so we're going to wrap it up, but... Uh, Couple, any uh, couple of tidbits, kind of uh, uh, things for entrepreneurs that, that you think that they should be thinking about. Any tips for them about how to obviously where where to go to to get into some of these EIA awards and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I honestly would recur- encourage everyone who is um, an entrepreneur or thinking about um, building a company and and kind of want to get acclimated to entrepreneurship. Please check out our website www.ctnext.com and become a member because that way you're now um, hooked up LinkedIn mm-hmm. um, and kind of can follow us and know what's happening. Because um, even to the extent that you know you may not be ready for EIA, but we encourage you to attend so you get a feel and vibe of like how it goes, what to expect, 